Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, and joining me as usual is Tifa Snow. Tifa, our, our topic today is how to deal with delusions. Are, are they the same as hallucinations? Ah, the answer is they are not. Hallucinations and delusions are two different things. And it's not just in definition, it's in function. Okay. In parts of the brain that are impacted. Hmm. I bet you're curious now. Huh? I, I am. I thought I had a basic understanding of the brain. but Yeah. So hallucinations have to do with sensory intake. And delusions are thinking problems. So when you have a hallucination, some sensory is coming in in an unusual or odd way, or your brain is making up sensory data and creating sensory data. So it could be visual hallucinations, auditory hallucinations, tactile hallucinations, um, smell, olfactory hallucinations, or even taste, gustatory hallucinations. Um, but what that means is your brain is misunderstanding data coming in. So it's a misperception of something. A, a delusion, however, is a thinking misrepresentation. So I think something that is illogical, irrational, er, er, erroneous. I de, I'm delusional means that I am taking data and I am misconstructing. So I think somebody has stolen my pocketbook when I can't find it because I don't remember hiding my pocketbook because I don't trust people. And it usually sits out near the door and I became frightened and I hid it in the trash can under the liner. And I don't have any memory of that. So when I can't find it near the door, my brain says, I bet that guy that cleans came in here and took it. So how, Greg, did I get it to where the guy that cleans came in here and took it? How did my brain get there? We, we all want to rationalize something. So we grab the closest fact that we can or what we can recall, you know, oh, yeah, I just saw her and it's got to be her. Right. So where did I hide it? In fact, you lost me. Where did you hide it? In the trash can under the liner. And where does it usually sit near the door? So my brain then says, well, a guy came in, the cleaning guy came in and he took it. And what I had done now, in fact, I had hidden it in the trash can. <laughs> and so there was something. And I, what I will say about delusional thinking, there is usually a kernel of truth somewhere in the mix, or there's something that triggered it. And it's an emotional distress state or something. So the delusional thinking often is something related somehow, but it's so, it's so like, well, that's not true. <laughs> that's not what happened. So how, how do these relate to dementia? Are, mm -hmm. is, is it brain deterioration or is one perhaps caused by another external okay. factor? That's a great question. So it turns out there are certain dementias where hallucinations, certain hallucinations are much more common than others versus um, what's called a delirium. When you have an acute something happening, like you get electrolytes out of balance, you take your medications wrong, you're dehydrated. 
um, you're, you have a high fever, you uh, experience incredible pain, what can happen is you can have hallucinations. And it happens because your brain isn't working right. And you can have both hallucinations and delusional thinking all at the same time. Um, you can also have those kind of things when you have a psychiatric condition that becomes severe. So it's a chemistry imbalance in that case. So you have chemistry that's out of balance. In dementia, we tend to see the greatest number of people who have Lewy body have visual hallucinations, only sometimes have hallucinations of auditory nature. But they often will hear a muttering or mumbling kind of thing, but it's not actually often a conversation. It's just sort of a they, they hear something in the background, which makes them nervous. And then they become paranoid. So that little kernel is somebody's talking about me. And, but all it is, is um, maybe it's a sound of an engine somewhere or a TV down the hall. Um, so it, it's sometimes built on that. Um, they can also have tactile hallucinations where they think things are crawling on them or they feel their blood supply when they're working and they think there are worms crawling or they're, they're being, so this Lewy body is particularly risky for hallucinations and delusional thinking because these abnormal proteins form deep inside the brain, but they also form in the occipital cortex for vision, in the prefrontal cortex for thinking problems, so delusions. Um, they can have olfactory problems early on, they'll lose their sense of smell overall, but they can have really nasty hallucinations, like they smell feces in their food, they smell um, they smell dead animals in in the house and it's and they get really distressed, but it's this fake smell that seems to be triggered somehow in the brain more in the evening at night for Louis body than often during the day, though it, it can happen in the day. Um, people with Alzheimer's, uh, they don't tend to have that much in terms of of hallucinations unless something else is going on you know, like there is some kind of acute episode of something, but they will have misthinking. So their brain makes stuff up. Now, is it more confabulations or is it delusional? I mean, that's where it gets a little tricky. Um, and often they confabulate, they, they create things, but it's more common to see that in Louis body as well. It, but it's certainly possible to try to explain something. Our brain tries to explain it. So um, if we see people experiencing any of these, this is sort of beyond just a layman, me going, oh, looking it up on Google and saying, yeah. you know, dad's fine, he's just having hallucinations. Yeah. This yeah. may require professional intervention. It may, and, and we want to notice, is this something that's acute and we should really get it checked out because it means somebody's really sick and um, somebody's in acute distress. We better figure this out quickly because it could escalate into a dangerous situation. Dangerous because they are... Are they are physiologically at risk for, of, of expiring or, or having something horrible happen to them. Or maybe physically they can become distressed to a point where they might try to hurt themselves or someone else in an effort to get this thing to quit or to make the person stop. Or, um, and it could be emotionally so traumatic that we want to figure out strategies. How are we going to cope with this? How do we support somebody who's having these things happen? And when do I need to call again for help? Because this isn't their usual. So I think something else is happening now. So what's one thing that we should look out for? A sudden change? Would that be sort of the major alarm? 
Yeah. If somebody doesn't usually have hallucinations and they're starting to have them, if somebody doesn't usually talk about things that don't make sense to you and they start doing it, ooh, yeah, we want to check it out because, you know, somewhere around 90% of the time there is something acutely wrong. They may have an abscess tooth. They may have a urinary tract infection. Um, if we have somebody who has Lewy body, I want to know what their usual hallucination pattern and and uh, delusion pattern is because I want to notice if it's different because it could still signal the same thing. Uh, I think something's going wrong with the meds. I think she might have mistaken or misdone or, you know, there has something new happening. Um, so we want to be sensitive to change. Uh, and we also want to learn how to respond so that we don't aggravate things by not understanding what we do in the immediate situation and that we do want to seek support, but in the immediate, trying to help people understand that's not there, that's not what you see, that's not happening, that tends to cause more problems than it solves. Tipa, speaking of support, where can people turn? Do you have information available on the website? We actually do. We've done a couple of uh, sessions on hallucinations and delusional thinking. We've done some at our Live at Five programs. Um, we've done some in actually webinars that we have on file. Uh, and we have some uh, training pieces that might be helpful, as well as handouts. Deepa, thank you very much. You are so welcome. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. For more information on today's topic or other information relating to dementia, go to tifasnow.com.